Welcome to the Turkey Hunter Podcast with me, your host, Andy Galliano. In this podcast, I share with turkey hunters just like you how to have more turkeys on your hunting property and how to have more successful turkey hunts. I teach you how to do this with tips and interviews with turkey hunting pros, wildlife management tips, and entertaining turkey hunting stories. Tune in weekly as I share proven and simple strategies to help you have more success this turkey season. Make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe to receive free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews. Also, please visit and like my Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook and search I Am Turkey Hunting. And also feel free to post your turkey hunting photos from this past season and let us know where and when you killed your bird. For all of you Twitter users out there, please follow me on Twitter where my handle is at turkeyhitman, and I will be sure to follow you back. And now, for this week's show. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. You are listening to episode number 222, Dear Turkey Killer, A Rough Draft. And I am your host and the guy who is seriously, diligently, practicing his trumpet call every time he gets into his vehicle. I'm sure many of you can appreciate this. My wife is very patient and understanding of my addiction to turkey hunting, and I'm not running turkey calls in the house to practice. And so I have been running my trumpet call a good bit in the vehicle, and I am close. I mean, like, really close to being consistent with it and consistent enough to where I would feel comfortable using it in the woods. At this point, seeing as how we are now 44 days, 12 hours, 10 minutes, and 22 seconds away from opening day of spring turkey season in Alabama, I have no doubt that in 44 days, I will be consistent enough with the trumpet call to use in the woods to call in a turkey. And I'm excited about that. I don't know why I'm so excited about it. It's not like I can't kill turkeys using pot calls, diaphragm calls, box calls, a scratch box, whatever it happens to be. But for some reason, I'm just intrigued this year and committed this year to using a trumpet call to call in and kill a turkey while I'm hunting. I've got something a little bit different for you guys this week as I've written a letter that I want to share. I actually wrote the letter to, well, me. I'll explain to you a little bit more in a few minutes what that's all about. But right now, I want to talk a little turkey soup with you guys first. I've been telling you, the turkey news is coming out fast and furious right now, given the fact that we are anywhere from 45 to 60, 75 90 days away from opening day of spring turkey season for most of you guys out there. And there's news that you guys need to know, especially if you're going to be traveling to turkey hunt this year. First up is that the season and bag limits for the state of North Dakota have been set. The North Dakota Game and Fish Department is offering 6,025 wild turkey licenses this spring. Now that's about 370 more than they offered last year, and their season this year is going to be open from April the 13th 
through May the 19th. Now these licenses are available to North Dakota residents only. Next up, you Louisiana hunters have an opportunity to voice your comments and concerns on the upcoming hunting seasons in Louisiana. So the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries is holding six meetings around the state. Those meetings are going to be February the 20th in Minden, Louisiana, February the 23rd in Lake Charles, February the 26th in Ponchatoula, February the 27th in Alexandria, February the 28th in Lafayette, and March the 1st in Monroe. You know I recommend going to a meeting or two if you're available and voicing your opinions or concerns about how these upcoming seasons are going to be set. My thought about this is that if your state wants to hear from you, then you should oblige them. If you don't go and voice your concerns, you have nothing to complain about if the season doesn't get set the way you want it. Okay, next up is a story that I'm going to have to hold myself back on. I'm going to try very hard not to go off on a tangent on this. Hunters in South Carolina, shame, 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 shame on you. Wildlife officials say that wild turkeys in South Carolina are being overhunted. So over the past few weeks, I've shared a couple of articles from a writer named Dan Gettings in South Carolina, and he's been writing about the state monkeying around with turkey season dates and bag limits. Well, this week, South Carolina wildlife officials and the National Wild Turkey Federation said that a 2015 law in South Carolina that extended the turkey hunting season and included a tougher bag limit has put too much pressure on wild turkeys. Really? You mean to tell me that a state where turkey hunting for many people is like eating or breathing extends the season by almost three weeks and the officials in that state think that that's going to help the already declining population of turkeys? What a genius move on South Carolina Department of Natural Resources part. Let me ask you guys a question because I may not be thinking correctly about the DNR's thought process with that change four years ago. If a state's goal is to protect the declining population of wild turkeys, which of the following options would you think best accomplishes that goal? A, they extend the season by three weeks, but lower the bag limit by one turkey. Or B, cut the season length by three weeks, but leave the bag limit the same. Which one of those is going to result in fewer turkeys being killed? A or B? Common sense tells me that if you give hunters fewer opportunities to tag turkeys, then fewer turkeys will be tagged compared to giving hunters more opportunities to kill fewer turkeys. In fact, I'm going to go one step further on that ledge that I may fall off of here in a second. I bet that a state, any state, could significantly reduce its turkey harvest numbers by changing a season that starts on a Saturday morning and ends on a Sunday afternoon four weeks and one day later, to starting that season on a Monday morning and ending it on a Friday afternoon, basically 
three and a half weeks later and only reducing the season length by four days. They'd be cutting off the first Saturday and Sunday and the last Saturday and Sunday from the season. I propose that effectively cutting two weekends off of a season, that doing that would reduce a state's harvest rate rather dramatically without lowering the bag limit at all. Look, I understand that setting season dates, setting bag limits, and maintaining a healthy population of the animals that we hunters like to hunt is a juggling act. But who in their right mind thought, okay, we'll extend the season and lower the bag limit. That will protect the declining population of wild turkeys and help them turn around and recover. South Carolina, if you're really worried about it and you really want to protect your turkeys, cut your bag limit and cut your season length. You can always change it back in three or four years if the turkey population turns back around. Okay, I'm about to move on, but my point here is that South Carolina Department of Natural Resources has proven in four years what I think we probably all know to be true. The hunters who kill the most turkeys are the hunters who hunt turkeys the most, giving more hunters more opportunities to harvest turkeys will result in more turkeys being harvested. That's even more true when you factor in what we don't want to admit or talk about, and that is that some hunters will not stop hunting even if they've tagged out as long as the season is still open. South Carolina hunters, you still have time to make your voice heard by calling your elected state officials and asking them to either support or fight legislation that would cut your turkey hunting season length. Moving on. See, I think I did pretty well not getting off on too much of a tangent there, but we're going to move on. New Jersey's spring turkey application period is open now through February the 22nd at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The results and the ability to claim the awarded permits begins March the 4th and ends March the 25th. Now, any unclaimed permits are going to be forfeited at that time, and those forfeited permits will go on sale April the 1st at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on a first-come, first-served basis, and they'll be available until the season ends or the quota is met. The state of Massachusetts is considering allowing hunters to harvest more turkeys. The limit in Massachusetts is currently two, but wildlife officials are considering raising the bag limit to three turkeys and raising the daily bag limit to two turkeys from one. Okay, so that's enough soup for the week. Let's get into the nitty gritty today. So I told you guys when I started the show that I wrote a letter to me. The letter I wrote is supposed to be a reminder to me about what I need to do, what I want to do, and what I should do before, during, and after this coming turkey season. And that statement really hit the nail on the head. It is a to-do list for before, during, and after turkey season. It really was written as a reminder to me. The truth of the matter is that I usually bumble around in the woods the first day or two during season, like a toddler learning how to walk. I'm just kind of getting my turkey legs underneath me after having 10 months off. And 
just getting back in the groove of turkey hunting. So my thought process behind the letter is that if I can eliminate that period of time where I'm bumbling around in the woods like some kind of a lost klutz, then I'm two days to one week ahead of the game. Then after writing down those things that I need to do, I thought about the things that I forget to do before the season to get ready, during the season to stay focused, and after the season to help myself prepare for next season. So I decided to write down a few of those things as well. Well, by the time I was done, I'd written a pretty lengthy letter to myself that hopefully will get and keep my eye on the prize. After I wrote it, I thought, why not share it with you guys? Because many of you may do or may not do some of the same things that I do early in the season, make the same mistakes before, during, and after the season. And many of you can probably benefit from many of the same things that I can benefit from in this letter. Now, there are several things in this letter that I wrote to myself that are contradictory. But if you've been turkey hunting more than once, or you've even talked to a turkey hunter for any length of time, you'll find out that the entire sport of turkey hunting is contradictory. So I'm going to read it. Here we go. Dear Turkey Killer, that's what I like to call myself. In fact, listen to this. Okay, Google, what is my name? Your name is Turkey Killer. I mean, if Google knows that my name is Turkey Killer, then it's got to be right. Have you ever known Google to be wrong about anything? <laughs> okay, I've gotten sidetracked already. Dear Turkey Killer, you seem to always screw up your first few hunts each season. Do you know that in all of your years of turkey hunting, you have killed one turkey on opening day of spring season in Alabama. One bird in all of those years. That's pretty poor. So I'm sending this letter to you to serve as a reminder and a to-do list for you in hopes that it will prevent you from having an unproductive opening day, week, month, or season. Please read this letter to yourself out loud early and often but especially every day the week before season opens. These reminders will help you live up to your nickname of Turkey Killer. Scout before the season opens. Use the OnX app to mark the location of turkeys that you hear, hens and gobblers. Also, mark the areas where you see fresh sign. Have the location of no less than 10 gobbling turkeys marked on your map. You share acreage with other turkey hunters, probably quite a few of them. You'll want backup turkeys for your backup turkeys when you arrive at the sign-out board late and someone else has signed out for your number one and number two hunting spots that morning. Use your trail cameras for scouting and check them. They're your eyes in the woods 24-7. Did I mention that you share acreage with other turkey hunters? This is not unusual for you. However, I must remind you to be safe and always keep your eyes and ears open for what could be another hunter 
who has slipped into your hunting area. By the way, don't slip into what could be another hunter's hunting area. Be respectful of them, just like you want them to be respectful of you. Act as if you are hunting public land. Did I mention to act as if you're hunting public land? Some of the private land that you are hunting joins public land. Keep in mind that turkey hunters can't read signs or maps very well. So keep your eyes and ears open and think before you switch your gun from safe to fire. On the flip side of that, the public land is open to hunting, so do it. Hunt the public land. Don't forget that the private land next to the public land that you're hunting was public land a few years ago. The hunters and the turkeys on that property are going to act like public land hunters and public land turkeys on that formerly public land. Those turkeys will be more call shy and they will be tougher to kill. Spend time shooting your 20 gauge on paper with light dove loads of course you need to get yourself more comfortable with that gun since you haven't hunted with it for 20 years like you've hunted with Black Death. Dove shells are cheap and shooting is fun. Go enjoy yourself a couple of afternoons a week during the preseason. Be sure to take some 10-inch paper plates with you and some clothes pins or duct tape as a target and target fastener. You are just getting more comfortable using the gun you are not patterning that gun. You already know that the gun patterns like a killer. You need new high water rubber boots. Your old ones won't even hold in the water that leaks into them. Buy new boots today. Wear them around the house the entire month before the season starts so that they'll be broken in before opening day. You have a new turkey vest this season. Familiarize yourself with it. Get comfortable with it. Know where everything is well enough so that you can find it in the dark with your eyes closed and your fingers in your ears. You need more toilet paper and wet wipes. Put some in your vest now. You won't be disappointed. Speaking of new gear, your vest does not have a butt cushion. Your butt does not have any built-in cushion. Your old butt cushion has a leak. Buy a new butt cushion today. One of your pairs of leafy green camo pants has a tear in it from barbed wire while you were hunting in Oregon. Sew that tear today. Or buy new pants. Get it done. Now. Repair or replace your gobble tube. Now. Buy a new package of rubber bands and throw away your two old packages. They're dry rotted. They'll do you no good. Put lots of new rubber bands in your vest. Those rubber bands are good for lots of things and they weigh practically nothing. When you go out scouting the week before season, Gear up like you're going hunting so that you don't realize opening morning that you've forgotten something like your head net or your gloves. Take Tammy scouting with you. She enjoys hiking 
and it is a great opportunity to pique her interest in hunting a little bit more. Plus, she's a lot of fun to be around, and she's pretty to look at. Do not tell your wife about Tammy. <laughs> okay, for those of you who don't know, Tammy is my wife, by the way. Practice your calling. Practice your calling. Practice your calling. Scout some more. You have several people that you want to take turkey killing with you this season. You need lots of birds located. You need to have the location of no less than 20 gobbling turkeys marked on your map before opening day of season. I know I just told you to have no less than 10, but 10 is not enough. And 20? Well, it's just a good start. Squirrel season ends March the 3rd. There will probably be some turkey gobbling before squirrel season ends. Scout for turkeys while you hunt squirrels. This will also get you more comfortable using your 20 gauge. When turkey season finally starts, walk slowly. Listen. Look. Use your binoculars, which you will not have forgotten because you've been suited up while scouting the week before opening day. Walk like a turkey walks. You'll kill more turkeys just by doing that. Stop and smell the roses, wild azaleas, dogwoods, buttercups, etc. Enjoy watching the woods wake up from a long winter's nap. Doing so will slow you down, and you'll kill more turkeys just by slowing down and keeping your ears open while admiring nature. Draining mud puddles in the roads by digging the sides out of them is fun. Doing this also slows you down, and you'll kill turkeys by slowing down and keeping your ears open while playing in the mud like a kid. By the way, when you're knocking those sides out of the mud puddles, pay attention to the bottom of the mud puddles. Turkeys, they like to leave tracks in mud puddles. Kicking the tops off of fire ant beds is also fun, but don't do it anymore. You're not 20-something years old anymore, and if you mess up your knee or break a bone in your foot by kicking a stump hidden inside of a fire ant bed, then your hunting season is practically over. Stepping in fire ant beds is fun, but it's not as fun as kicking them. It is, however, less strenuous on your legs and knees, and it is almost as effective at keeping the fire ants busy for a day or so. Everyone needs to stay busy. Ticks suck. Soak your clothes in permethrin. Chiggers suck. Spray your clothes with bug spray. Spiders suck. Don't forget that you're going to eat more spider webs while scouting and hunting turkeys than you ever want to. Ever. Get over it. Don't call too much. You can always call more, but you can never uncall to a turkey that you've overcalled to. Don't call too loudly. Turkeys can hear other turkeys so well at great distances. We really don't give turkeys enough credit for their hearing. 
probably because they don't interpret many sounds as danger like deer do. But that doesn't mean that they don't hear well. You don't have to call so loudly. Use more gobbler clucks to challenge hung-up toms. Use the terrain to your advantage. Really, this should go without having to remind yourself to do. Turkeys are not tall, and if you crouch down to a turkey's eye level, you can imagine just exactly what all that turkey can see, and that may help you to be able to get a little bit closer to a gobbling bird. Be aggressive. Trust your first instinct, your gut, when it tells you to get up and move or to crawl one tree closer than you've already crawled to. When it tells you to sit down, trust it. When it tells you not to sit down, trust it. When it tells you to swing your gun and shoot, when it tells you not to move, trust it. Never forget that there are two types of people in this world. There are killers and there's everybody else. Don't be everybody else. Be patient. Second guess your first instinct when it tells you to get up and move or to crawl one tree closer than you've already crawled to, when it tells you to sit down, when it tells you not to sit down. When you think that gobbling turkey has left the area just because he's gone quiet, shut up and sit still for an hour before moving. You'll kill more turkeys that way. You will need to be patient hunting your property in Chilton County. You're going to have to find a way to appreciate sitting in a blind for a few hours, learn how to be okay with it. Doing so will benefit you in the future. Be patiently aggressive. Sit down right now, right where you are. You can always get up and move closer to that gobbling turkey if you discover that he's not moving your direction like you first thought. Swing your gun and shoot when you know you can swing your gun and shoot safely and accurately. When that gobbling turkey is gobbling while walking away from your setup, your one-hour rule above does not apply. Figure out where he's going and get there. You'll kill more turkeys that way. Don't be afraid to bump birds. That is another great reason why you have multiple birds located and marked on your map. You will kill more turkeys by getting closer than you're comfortable getting. See below. Wild turkeys can see well and hear well. They have an uncanny will to survive and they are natural skeptics. But most wild animals do and are. They are naturally cautious because they have learned that not being that way is hazardous to their health. Despite all the above, wild turkeys do not have superpowers. They never have. They never will. Do not name a wild turkey. A name only humanizes the turkey and makes it out to be something other than a wild turkey. Get him fired up and then shut yourself up. He knows where you are and you're keeping him gobbling is just calling in other hunters, hens, coyotes, bobcats, and everything else that will ruin your hunt. Invite your dad to hunt turkeys with you. He will likely not invite himself. Getting him a turkey is on your list of goals for this season. 
Invite your two nephews to hunt turkeys with you. They will likely only be able to go one or maybe two mornings during spring break. Getting them a turkey is on your list of goals for this turkey season. Invite your brother to hunt turkeys with you. He has indicated he wants to go. He will not invite himself. Getting him a turkey was not on your original list of goals for this season, but it is now. Invite people who you don't think will go turkey hunting with you to go turkey hunting. You never know when they can and will take you up on your offer. Enjoy the time in the woods with your hunting partners. These turkey hunts are not all about killing. Let your partners tell you when they're ready to stop hunting during that particular outing. Even though killing a turkey with them is the actual goal for your season, filling a tag is only the icing on the cake. Take your trumpet call and tube call with you every single morning. Another one of your goals is to call in a turkey or turkeys using those two calls. Be a finely tuned killing machine when you go on your out-of-state hunts this spring. Hunting at home is only practice for your out-of-state hunts. Rotate pot calls in and out of your vest. Every single one of them sound good. Use them. At some point during the season, try to self-film a hunt. Or better yet, film someone hunting with you, killing a turkey. Throw away the diaphragm calls that do not sound good. There is no reason to hang on to them. You won't use them. You will only use the two or three that you buy that you think sound good. A B S. Always be scouting. Where are you going to go the last day of season to kill a turkey? Don't forget about the mid-season lull. This is when your scouting will come in especially useful. Gobble more during the mid-season lull. Stop, look, and listen even more during the mid-season lull. Slow down during this time. Use your walker game ears to identify far-off turkey sounds that you wouldn't hear otherwise. Do not call while using your walker game ears. It is painful. Eat lunch in the woods. You can't kill a turkey back at the camp. Take lots of snacks and some water. Do not forget that turkey hunting is full of highs and lows. You never know when a quiet, hot, miserably tired day of walking will result in the death of a wild turkey who just all of a sudden decides he is lonely and wants your company. Those 10 minute long hunts make you forget about how miserable you were in the preceding hours. Today is the day that you find a cooperative wild turkey gobbler. Believe that. If you don't go hunting, you will not kill a turkey. You are going to kill a turkey every day that you turkey hunt. Believe that. You probably will not kill a turkey every day that you turkey hunt, but no one knows that for sure. At the end of the mid-season lull is money time. Lonely gobblers looking for company are not nearly as wary. The money time is short. Take advantage of it. Stand in the sun on those cold mornings while trying to locate a cooperative bird. 
stand in the shade on those hot afternoons while trying to locate a cooperative bird. Set up in the shade every time you set up, if possible. Set up is about 80% of whether or not you're successful on a hunt. Think it through quickly, wisely, and make it happen. Are you where that turkey wants to be or where he will go in order to get where he wants to be? If so, call home and have the grill turned on so it can preheat. You don't have to sit down to kill a turkey. If there is not a good tree to sit against, stand behind one and kill him. Take naps. You're a light sleeper, so you don't have to be afraid of missing a gobbling turkey during that mid-season lull. Take naps. You're a light sleeper, so you don't have to be afraid of missing a mid-morning gobbling turkey during that mid-season lull. Roosted ain't roasted, but it's the next best thing. Shoot accurately. You miss at least one turkey every season. Keep your cheek down on your buttstock, line up your sights on the turkey's waddles, squeeze the trigger slowly. It's really easy. Try not to miss a turkey this season. Shotgun shells are too expensive to waste, and you've practiced for the opportunity. And you've practiced at the range for the opportunity. Don't be afraid to miss a turkey this season. Missing is catch and release turkey hunting, and it is not the end of the world. You are what you eat. Eat more turkey for lunch and supper. Take more turkey selfies. Turkey selfies never get old. Take some real trophy pictures as well to post on social media. Turkeys are just too pretty for only selfies. Run some dog-proof traps for coons and possums while scouting and during the season. Your turkeys will thank you for it. Keep extra fiberglass decoy stakes in your truck. They don't take up any space and you'll want extras for those that fall out of your turkey vest while hunting. Take brown plastic grocery bags and a gallon storage bag or two with you. Be safe. You cannot unsqueeze the trigger. No turkey is worth accidentally shooting someone else. Do not gobble or use your fan on public land. It is not worth the risk. Do not hesitate to use a gobbler cluck on public land. Odds are a nearby hunter won't know the difference between a gobbler cluck and a hen cluck, but that gobbler will. Be cautious gobbling or using your fan on hunting club property. Another hunter may be in your area by mistake. Be doubly careful when hunting with a buddy. Don't get up to run after shooting a turkey. Two people don't need to be running through the woods with loaded guns. One person doing that is unsafe enough. Ask yourself, what is behind your target? You are only shooting a shotgun, but asking yourself this should be second nature to you anyway. Let someone else know where you are hunting. If you do not show up after a few days, maybe they'll miss you and send someone to that location to look for you. 
Check in with all of your hunting buddies during season, especially those who live out of state. You love to hear turkey killing stories. Go home and visit with your wife periodically. She thinks you're awesome and she will thank you for it. Call your mother. She thinks you are awesome and she will thank you for it. Work hard midday, Monday through Friday, and at night as well. Your clients pay your bills and they expect great things from you. Get good quality audio of your hunts for the podcast. Hunt hard, but have fun. The pressure you feel is pressure you put on yourself. So that's it. Like I said, it's kind of a rough draft. I think it's going to be a work in progress. It will be one of those letters that is fluid, where one or two things may change during the season. And probably four or five things will change from season to season. So I've got this letter scheduled to go out to me via email every single day the week before turkey season starts, periodically between now and that time, and periodically throughout the turkey season. Hopefully you guys found one or two things in that letter that will serve as a good reminder for you for this upcoming turkey season. I enjoyed writing the letter, and I enjoyed reading the letter to you guys. And I'm glad to have a reminder to go out to me to not get lost in all of these things that are life between now and the end of turkey season. If you're anything like I am, most weeks you're wondering how so many days slipped past you. And with this letter going out to me via email from time to time, my hope is that it'll help keep me focused. Okay, that is all that I have for you guys for today's show. Before I turn you loose for the week, though, if you would do me a favor, I would be very appreciative. If you would go to the I Am Turkey Hunting Facebook page and share the post for this week's episode on your personal Facebook page, that would be a huge help for me. Also, for those of you guys who are on Twitter, if you would go to my Twitter page, and my Twitter handle is at TurkeyHitman, go to that page and share the post for this week's show from that page into your Twitter feed. That's a huge help for me as well. If you have the Facebook app and the Twitter app on your phone, doing those will take you, oh, maybe 60 seconds. But it'll do a world of good for the show and help to spread the word about the show. So with that said, it's time to sign off. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. I know that you have choices. I appreciate you spending your time with us. I hope you have a wonderful week, and I look forward to seeing you again next week. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Turkey Hunter podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please go on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. And make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe for free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews to help you have a more successful turkey season. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes on hunting afternoon birds, how to film your hunt, and the breeding cycle of hens, as well as some guest interviews. Thanks again for listening. We know your time is valuable, and we appreciate you sharing some of it with us. See you next week.